It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. Welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Today's show brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Fun show lined up today. Former Auburn wide receiver, national champion, Emery Blake joins the show. Michael Pappas and I spoke to him last week. All right, Emery, uh, really appreciate your time, man. So I'm not going to ask this question because I'm sure you get asked it a ton. I'm sure it's really annoying, but uh, I- I'm sure I'm, su- I- I- I'm sure you get asked all the time what it was like to play with uh, with Cam Newton. But I'm not going to ask yeah, that man, question. It was... <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I do get asked this question all the time. But it's a great question to ask because Cam is uh, definitely one of the best college football players of all time. So, um, man, it, w- it was just a blessing to play with someone who is, um, you know, that polarizing, that athletic, um, and that good at what he does. Uh, it's interesting because, you know, Cam was only there for, you know, seven, eight months. So uh, just to see him uh, like come in and not really know what he was about, but just kind of see this huge athlete um, and know we already had uh, a solid team the year before um, and just added, added that last big piece to the puzzle and, um, you know, a couple months later, there we were winning a national championship. So um, it was it was amazing playing with them. And you, while in college, uh, I'm guessing you got to experience one of the highest highs in your life, and um, probably one of the the worst couple months of your life, winning a national championship and also going three and nine. What yeah. what was yeah. the difference there? had to be mm-hmm. just absolutely insane. Yeah, it, you know, one year it was, you know, National Championship year was like we couldn't lose, uh, and that was the mentality that we had. And, um, you know, my senior year, it was like we, we couldn't win no matter how hard we were trying, um, no matter, uh, you know, what the game plan was. It was just like, man, we couldn't catch a break. Um, so it's tough being in that situation. Um, it's really the only time in my life where I've been in a situation like that. Um, um, but, you know, it, it, I think it, it made those guys stronger because the next year we were back in the national championship. So um, it's not just skill, obviously, because the year before we had pretty much the same team. Um, you know, my junior year going into my senior year. Um so a lot of things are timing. A lot of things are, you know, coaching changes, personnel. Um, things just weren't clicking and things just weren't gelling that year for us for some reason. Um, but, yeah, it was a learning experience uh, nonetheless. Were you – I'm sure you were very happy for all of your your friends and your, you know, brothers that were – on the the 2012 team and we're also on the 2013 team when that 2013 team went to the national championship but but was there that that little part of you way deep down that was just so yeah so mad that you were not still on the team (laughs) Ooh, that's a good question there was there was no part of me that was mad of course i wanted to play 
but I mean, just the joy of us being in that position. Because, like you said, I was only one year removed. So, you know, just to see how we struggled that year before and to see my brothers in the championship uh, playing and just being at the game. And that game still pisses me off to this day because we should have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I was ecstatic. There was not a ill bone in my body. Of course, I would love to have been there and contributed. Uh, but I, I just love that we bounced back the way we did. And, I mean, you know, you, you add a piece of Nick Marshall and you bring Malzahn back with the personnel and the people that he recruited to do what they do best, um, you see what the result is. If you had been on the team and played in that game in 2013, would we have won? I would like to say so. I think so. <laughs> I don't think there's any question. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say so. Um, you know, I, I, predica- I predicated myself on making plays when needed. So um, hopefully we could have got one or one more score out of there and came away with a win. Uh, we did a uh, a little series about the, the 2010 football team that you know went undefeated and won the national championship and we were told that before the season uh coach Malzon, who was the offensive coordinator at the time had all the wide receivers vote on who they wanted the starting quarterback to be uh does cam yeah. know that you didn't vote for him um i'm not sure i'm not sure uh yeah i do definitely remember that um, but yeah, it was at a point in time where we hadn't seen Cam really uh, play. It, you know, every time we would take off and run, uh, we, we knew he was a, a great athlete, but we didn't know how great he was going to be. Um, and at that point in time, um, Cam's throwing mechanics weren't the best, and he wasn't throwing the best um, out of the quarterbacks at the time. Um, so I'm not sure if he knows, um, but obviously I was wrong. And the right the right choice was made. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. After you guys won it all in 2010, who was the first person you hugged? Huh? Who was the first person I hugged? I, I that that whole moment afterwards is kind of a blur because you're just oh, I'm sure, so excited yeah, excited and ecstatic. Um, I do remember you know kneeling on the sideline, um, holding Cody's hand, uh, Q's hand. Darius Carr's hand, and uh, we were just kneeling, praying that you know West made that field goal, and um, yeah, I just remember once he made it, uh, just you know sprinting out on the field, and uh, just complete excitement, man, complete joy, because yeah, I mean you just worked so hard your whole life to reach the top, and you finally make it, and um, you know what a better better way to do it than on a on a last second play like that, so. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's the thing I remember the most. I'm you, not sure who I hugged first, though. Sure. You, you mentioned Cody. Uh, were you guys close when y'all were at Auburn? Yes, yes. Um, all, all of us were pretty close, especially in the receiver room. Um, we were together all the time. Uh, you know, Darvin Adams, Zach, Q Carr, uh, Javon Reed, uh, Juan Bray, uh, Sammy, all them boys, you know, um, Jalen. We, uh, we we were brothers, man. We had a tight bond, and and I, I consider them my brothers to this day. So we we've also been told uh, that Cody Burns likes to to tell a story about how he was beat out by Cam Newton, and how you know he adjusted, switched to wide receiver, and kind of grew his career from there. 
Um, yeah. do, do you ever like to remind him that he was also beat out by Chris Todd? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, see if you can sling that thing. Uh, I I don't remind Cody of that. No, it, it was it's almost like once it was done, it was done, um, and and we moved on. You know, uh, I think Cody knew, you know, in his heart it was the best move for him and the best for the team uh, once he moved to receiver. So um, I haven't given him a hard time about it because once he was a receiver, there was he was never a quarterback again. So no. When you're in a wide receiver room and a former quarterback comes into it, is there kind of any kind of like hazing or anything that goes on there? You know, I think Cody just had so much respect yeah. uh, on the team. Uh, you know, there was really none of that, none of that going on. It was, it was almost like he was had always been a part of the part of the room, low key. Like we, I didn't, I don't remember really thinking twice about it. Sure. We'll continue our conversation with Emory in, in just a moment. Want to give a shout out to our friends at rockauto.com. It's the only place you will ever need to go to get all the parts for your vehicle, whether it's a truck, SUV, uh, your daily driver, or classic. They can handle all of it. So go to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Reliably low prices, consistent prices. They take care of you. Once again, rockauto.com. Also, we love our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Fetch Your Appreciation Month is behind us, but still the great service and the great deals that you can find at Fetch Me with free at FetchMeDelivery.com or the Fetch Me app. Just search Fetch Me in your phone's app store. Fetch Me 20 for your first delivery free or 2-5 off for 25% off your order. That is at Fetch Me. Once again, Fetch Me 20 for your first delivery free. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. When Cody threw the touchdown to Cam in the Ole Miss game, um, was yeah. any was any part of you like, oh, oh my gosh, if Cam wanted to be receiver, we might all be out of a job? <laughs> well, you know, I didn't really think that, but at that moment I was like, oh, he's probably, is that, what game was that? Probably like the seventh, seventh game of the season. Somewhere around there. Around there. Yeah, you know, I think for me, I was like, that's that's a Heisman moment right there. You know, when when you can go up and moss someone, and then you know, especially coming from Cody, who you know was a quarterback, um, it's just one of the many Heisman moments we got from him that season. Do you think you could have made that throw? Do, do I think I could have made that throw? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think I could have made that throw. Okay, I think okay. you could too. Absolutely. Cody. And I guess Cody, you know, my, my pops taught me a little bit. I'm not the greatest, but I can get it there. Uh, uh, so you had a baby, or baby yeah, girl? Yeah, you had a baby. Sorry, I just, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, oh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Zach, much more recently, also had a baby girl. It's true. Six weeks ago today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh. 
Oh, uh, congratulations. congratulations! Thanks, man. Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this question's more mm-hmm. for Zach. Have oh, okay. you, em- Emery? Have you gotten a chance to sleep yet? Um. Yeah. You know. Uh, what? I don't know. My baby. She. She definitely sleeps at night. Uh, so that's good. Uh, I, I've heard stories about other people's babies who uh, who stay up a lot. Uh, but yeah, she she gets her rest at night. She does wake up a few times, but as soon as, soon as we give her a bottle, she's pretty much good to go. What did you do to get a baby like that? Asking for a friend. Ah uh, man, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm just blessed because I know everyone everyone is, is not that lucky. So we pulled up your uh, your bio and uh, on Auburn's page. You're a Texas guy. You're from Texas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My co-host here, Michael, I already hear the pep in your voice. You, 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 he's excited. You hear that? He's excited yeah. that we brought up Texas. Michael's from Texas. Texas way. And we... Okay, Mike. All you Texas people are the same. What is it about Texas that you guys get so excited about it for? Oh, man. It's just... It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just the pride that we have in our state, man. Uh, everything from just the, the culture, the people, uh, the food... Uh, I guess the way we talk is just something. It's something about Texas, man. Uh, especially in football, we love our football out here, and um, yeah, we're confident, man. We're just some people see it as cockiness, but I see it as uh, just being confident. And uh, <laughs> sure, we 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 are proud of where we're from. So Michael is in here grinning ear to ear. Can you tell him something very Texas, just from like one Texan to another? I think he'd really appreciate it. Uh man, I mean we got to talk about Mexican food, man, and breakfast tacos. When yes. I moved to when I moved to Auburn, I, I'm like, where are the breakfast tacos out? And people are like, what? What's what's that? I'm like, what do y'all eat for breakfast, man? Like <laughs> breakfast tacos are all I know. It's all I eat. Yeah, one and, of uh, that's a very Texas thing. One of the biggest shocks to me when I moved to Auburn was people. We'd go to like Mexican restaurants in town, and people would first order the food, then they would get the food and eat it, and it would be like, oh, man, yeah. isn't this amazing? And I'd be like, no, this is really not good, like, at all. <laughs> it's not good. No, no. It's a different level of Mexican food here. The Tex-Mex is mm-hmm. on a different level. Are you back in Texas now? Yes, sir, in Austin. Did uh, did UT try to recruit you or any, any Texas schools, or did you just kind of – did yeah, you know you yeah. wanted to get away? Um, yeah, I was I was pretty close to going to Texas Tech. Malzahn always gives me a hard time about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, can you believe this guy was going to go play for Mike Leach? Like saying stuff like that. You know. Um, but what does a recruiting he's, he's, pitch from Mike Leach look like? Man, uh, Mike is a different guy. He's a different guy. <laughs> sure. He would call me and be like, "Emery, what are you doing right now?" And I would be like, oh, nothing, coach. I'm just chilling. And it was pretty cool because you getting, you know, call from the head coach. And he was just kind of checking in. Um, but yeah, he would do magic tricks over the phone. And what? Wait, wait and what? Would, How does that work? How does that? How do you do a magic was, trick over the phone? Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Like he would call me, ask me to uh, pick a, a card from a deck, just think about one. Think about it real hard, and he would guess the right one. I don't know how he did it. You're joking. I'm not joking at all. <laughs> I'm 100%. It's true. 
Did that make you want to go there a little more? Uh, not really. No, it just kind of it was what it was. <laughs> the, the head coach, literally a magician. <laughs> literally a magician. Yeah, but, it, I mean, Mike Reach. He's, he's a great coach, man. He's a great offensive mind. Um, I wanted to go there for the offense, and you know, at the time, Tech was um, really hot with you know Crabtree. They're number two in the country. My official visit was when Crabtree caught the touchdown against UT. Oh, that's uh, one of the best so games ever. Every, yeah, everyone stormed the field, and that was my official visit there. So and you didn't go? Was, you didn't go there? I was on. I was committed for a long time, but man, something about Malzahn just spoke to me. Uh, you know, Malzahn was probably one of the first coaches to call me uh, that re- recruited me and wanted me to come play for him. And uh, I believed in him. I believed in the system, and he believed believed in me. Uh, so. Um, it, there was just a, a bond built that uh, I felt that was a lot stronger there yeah. um, than it was with uh, with Leach and at Tech. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. So we hear this from a lot of Malzahn's former players. I mean, you guys love that dude. And so, uh, I mean, we hear it from yeah. pretty much all of you guys. But the mm-hmm. the gusts that we see you know, from media as far as press conferences and you know, th- things like that. He, he's very stiff. He's very, you know, yeah. orchestrated. And then you hear, right. you know, guys talk about his recruiting visits and, you know, he's like partaking in all these competitions and he's apparently a yeah. really funny guy. What do you think yeah. that is about him? Why, why, do, why do you think he's, uh, he, he's really cool in front of you guys and, and kind of reserved uh, publicly? Does he hate us? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Is he, he, he ever dissed the media to you guys? Does he ever diss the media? Yeah, seems like he doesn't um, like us. You know what? I I don't I I don't remember him ever dissing the media. For like Malzahn, honestly, like what you see is like what you get. Like he is funny, but it's just like, of course, in front of the cameras, he's a little bit more reserved. Um, but that's how he is. Yeah. Malzahn is, you know, a little bit on the stiff side. He's very quirky in his ways, and um, you know he's. He, um, he knows exactly what he wants, and he's very meticulous about things, uh, which makes him uh, who he is, which makes him a great coach. He's very detail-oriented, right. I'm sure, as, as y'all know. Um, but that all that stuff also makes him funny um, because you, you can't – I don't know. If you, if you took it seriously all the time, it would probably drive you crazy. So sure. It, it's just it's funny the way he operates. And I think people see it as that, you know. Can you remember any um, of the they, any of the jokes that he's told? Do you remember any? Uh, apparently, they're pretty corny. Um, I can't, I can't think of any jokes off my head. But I mean, Malzahn will clown on people, you know, like, like like I said, like the Leach thing. Like, ah, oh, can you can, can you believe this guy Emery? Like, he was about to go play for Leach. Like, he would probably been locked up in a closet somewhere. <laughs> You know, oh like, wow! How about that? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, do you, 
Uh, is, is Malzahn a big nickname guy? I feel like he would be a big nickname guy. Or just refer to every single player exclusively by their number. Um, oh, I, he, he doesn't call people by their number. He calls people by their name. For sure. Um, as far as nicknames are concerned, um, I don't really remember too many nicknames. I don't know. Did you have a cool nickname? Yeah, I don't. Uh, people just call me EB. Yeah, not really cool just the initials, but a lot of people call me that. Okay. Are yeah. you are you currently wearing your national championship ring? No, I am not. Where is it? I bring them out every now and again. Uh, they're they're at home. What causes you to bring them out? Yeah, they're at home. Um, sometimes it could, it could be a special occasion. Sometimes I just feel like wearing them. Sometimes I could, I could just be going out and feel like slipping one on. Just a flex on but everyone. Especially if I'm like, especially if I'm going to like network or something. It's a great conversation mm-hmm. is that the biggest flex uh, that sure. you have in your arsenal right now i mean that's a pretty big one no dude he's got a daughter you're right i don't know i feel like i'd rather take my uh, championship <laughs> ring if i had one yeah it's still it's still a pretty big flex can't 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 deny that when you wear it do you wear the natty and the sec one at the same time um or is that too much sometimes it depends on how much I'm feeling on my that day, I guess. But sometimes, yes, it, it, it can happen. Has anyone ever offered to buy it from you? Um, No. No one's ever offered to buy my ring from No. I wouldn't sell them anyway. They're, they're priceless items. Okay, so if I were to uh, just hypothetically right now ask you, um, can I buy your championship ring from you? Borrow? Buy, purchase. Wait, could we borrow it? Oh, borrow. Yeah, I'll borrow it. Can we borrow it? (laughs) No, no, you can't borrow it. Okay. So if somebody walked up and was like, 10K right now, championship ring, what are you saying? Nah, that's not enough. They have to up the price. What about for the SEC championship ring? Nah, they got to pay more than that. 50K. 50K, yeah, yeah, I'd probably let it go. Okay, so it's not that priceless. There's there's there's, there's an upper <laughs> on it. <laughs> we gotta be. I got a daughter, bro. I gotta be smart. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't blame you at all, man. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, there's some crazy Auburn folks out there. You know, you may be getting a tweet after uh, after this airs. I don't know. I don't know. If they talk about 50k, hit me up. Hit my line. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, for a few minutes, man. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, is there anything you want to uh, promote or anything kind of going on right now that Auburn folks would want to uh, would want to know about? Um, not really. Um, I, I do like personal training and receiver training um, here in Texas. So cool. If any Auburn people are in Texas and are looking to get in shape or are looking to um, you know get some receiver training. Um, in Texas, um, I am here and I'm available in Austin. Um, and yeah, man, thank you guys for having me on. I enjoyed, you know, talking about Auburn and uh, the memories that I created there. Uh, it's, it's something I always cherish. And so I appreciate you guys having me in War Eagle. Hey, War Eagle, man, we'd love to have you on again soon, EB. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much again to Emory for hanging out with uh, with us on today's edition of the show. On tomorrow's show, we're going to have a an Independence-themed, for Independence Day, of course, um, kind of going a little bit out of a limb, but we're going to talk about the top transfers that found their independence at Auburn. I know it's a reach, but we're going to chat about that. 
part one of that top ten list, and we'll air part two on Tuesday. Monday show will be a little different as well. Michael Pappas will be holding things down in studio, and I'll be driving back from Ohio. So that uh, that ought to be interesting as well. So all that and more uh, coming up over the next few days right here on Locked On Auburn. Follow Michael on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.